This is, as always, Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've been through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today, I am so honored to be here with Janet Thurgood. Janet, welcome and thank you for being with me today. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I love, I love getting to talk to people like you about this stuff, so thanks. Awesome, awesome. And it is, in fact, good stuff. I can't wait to, to see what gets uncovered in this conversation, Janet. So <laughs> I'd love to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Please let us know who you are and where you're from and how you stay busy during the day. Hey. Well, I'm Janet Thurgood. I am from Idaho. I live in the Boise area, and I am a quantum healing practitioner. I help take people to the uncharted waters of who they really are for healing and for restoration. And I, in the past, I have been coaching people one-on-one, -on -one, and now I'm getting ready to step into the, the ocean of teaching other mentors and healers and facilitators how to do that, too. Wow, so you are up-leveling. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that, is, that yeah. is really, really cool. I can't wait to hear more about what you do. Yeah. So Janet, as you know, this is a podcast by and for women who've been through some really difficult situations, to say the least. Would you yeah. please summarize for us what you have gone through and what was the worst part? Oh, wow. Um, it's hard to sum that up, but I'll do my best. Um, <clears throat> I came through 25 years of living with Lyme's disease and five other autoimmune illnesses, and on top of that, living in a very toxic relationship and running a small business. I had six children. I, was, uh, I had 10 employees that I was responsible for and just lots and lots of heavy stuff on my shoulders. And um, I think I was trying to prove to the world that I wasn't sickly. I think I was trying to prove to myself that I could brute force my way through life, but you can only do that for so long. Um, I was not fulfilled. I was not happy. I wasn't coping very well with it. And long story short, I ended up having adrenal failure multiple mm -hmm. times. Um, ended up having multiple near-death out-of-body experiences from that. Uh, I didn't go into heaven and talk with angels, but I did get some perspective. And uh, I, like, as far as the worst part of going through what I went through inside of a, a really difficult relationship, and um, you know, both my husband and I were not healthy when we first attracted ourselves to each other, and we had to work through a lot of that caca together. And um, that's not ever easy. Uh, but on top of that, just the illness and, and trying to come through um, that inner battle that I was going through was really difficult. I, I just, all of it was difficult. I think that's just a part of life, though. You know, we all came here for this. It's a part of everybody has a journey of overcoming and coming through difficult times. And we're all just doing it in a different way. Yeah, that's an amazing perspective. That's a really incredible perspective because several of the guests that I have had on this podcast have gone through trauma after trauma, not just one thing, but multiple types of trauma with multiple different layers, whether they're exterior or interior. And um, one of my guests made the point that trauma to some extent is part of the human condition. It's part of what we go through. And we think of our trouble, we think of our difficulties as being so unique to yes. us and they aren't necessarily unique to us. I think that's part of what people mean when they say you're not alone, you're never alone. Yeah. Yeah, we all came here for this very thing, for this very moment to overcome, to experience the contrast. And yeah, it's hard, 
Um, but, but we came here for this. So I think that we all, I do believe in the law of mutual consent. I believe that we consented to come here and have experiences that would push us to the outer edges of who we really are mm. and what love really is. I mean, that's, that's, that's what came out of this messy experience that I was in when I, when my body just collapsed and said, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I learned I learned what the outer edges of love really looks like. I, I learned what the outer edges of myself really looks like and the messiness and the scariness of stepping out into the unknown and into that domain, but also trans, uh, transcending it, uh, being willing to transcend it and stick to it and keep trying. Yeah, sure. And this is such a good segue into my next question, which is, you're talking about lessons learned and going through going through that journey and coming through the journey, gaining something. And what yeah. I'm wondering is, it really does take a lot of strength and warrior energy to get to the other side of, of just one of the difficult situations that you mentioned. And you are yet on that other side. What's the best thing about being where you are now? Whoa, I love that question. Um, the best thing about being where I am now is I know who I am because I have been pushed to the outer edges of who I thought I was, but who I really wasn't. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but when I stepped away from the body and had those, had that separate experience, I remember looking down at my physical self lying on the ground, totally inanimate. I, the brain was shut down, the body shut down. It, that body had no power in and of itself but i was still conscious and aware sitting here staring at it going wait a minute i thought that was me that like that bag of bones and dirt and cells and water on the ground i thought that was me so if that isn't me then what's what who am i who am i and and so i think that's really what i gained from it was who am i and so when we go through these challenges and these struggles and these hard things that we think we're pushing through, I think it really helps us get through it. If we can take a step back and just ask the question, who am I in this? Yeah. And who am I without it? So the, the best part of being on the other side is I have now learned to step into my own being, my beingness, my authenticity, and I have become that person who no longer requires Lyme's disease and autoimmune illness and toxic relationships. I've become the woman who doesn't require that anymore because I've been pushed to the outer edges and I've come back home. Yeah. Wow. That makes so much sense. That's really deep. That's really meaningful and very intense. And when you talk about knowing who you are and being being on those edges i find myself feeling envy like i find myself thinking wow that is that must just be such an amazing place to be and i'm on a journey of authenticity as well but i just it, it, i i feel this sense of kind of relief and almost like i don't know what the word longing when when you talk about where you are and it's really incredible and such my interpretation such a gift that you yes. have reached a state like this and absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, every one of us deserves to know how awesome we are. Every human deserves to know how awesome they are. When my, my mother died about two years ago and, and a month after she passed away, 
I had a vision of her and she was standing at the foot of my bed. It was a bit of a dream. I was lucid, but she was standing at the foot of my bed and she didn't say a word. She just pointed at herself and I, she did not look like what her physical body looked like. She was tall and beautiful and divine and shiny and sparkly and like there's no words like I still it frustrates me to try to describe what I witnessed when I saw her in that glorified state in her own beingness but I just remember thinking oh my gosh that was the most beautiful thing I've ever witnessed in my life and when it was over I thought to myself I wonder if she ever saw it when she lived here and the answer was no she didn't that's a tragedy. I could not possibly agree with you more. And I, I personally and professionally use that language all the time that every person deserves, and I particularly work with women. So the way that I usually put it is my vision for my personal and professional vision is for there to, we, for us to live on a planet where every woman knows and understands how powerful and amazing she is. Amen. Amen. Oh my gosh. Like my whole body's on fire when you just said that. Yeah. And, it, and it's true. And I do believe like, don't you notice that the feminine energy on this planet is waking up? Like I do. Women, women are being invited to know themselves and to know their divinity and their divine nature and their power. And we have a lot of power. Yes. And, and more power than we've been led to believe. My sister-in-law just got back from, um, the Middle East. She was doing some travels over in India and some of these other countries. And she said, the, the way the women are treated in other parts of the world is shocking. So like, she's a very bold, very high powered feminine energy and she speaks her mind and people over there in that other country, just this is a couple of months ago, but um, they would look at her husband and say, you let your woman talk like that? And, and, you know, her husband was just like, of course, <laughs> she is who she is. But, yeah. you know, I, I think the rest of the world is slowly waking up to the fact that we, we women have our own unique divine powers and gifts, and it's time for that to be woken up. That's why I love what you do. I think the service that you provide women while they're going through their trauma and their drama they need something to hold on to so that they can be more self-aware. Yes. And what there is to hold on to is all already inside. It's all already here. Yes. I couldn't Amen. possibly agree with you more. I have traveled to 60 different countries and I have been in situations, multiple countries where when, while traveling with my husband, where sometimes a man would jokingly say to my husband, how many camels do you want in exchange for your wife? Like, and I, I'm saying that literally. This is not me trying to create a cultural stereotype. I'm saying that literally. That was something that, you know, dudes yeah. in other countries would say to my husband. And I agree with you that the time is coming. I agree with you that the time is here. And I could talk about this for so much longer. <laughs> I, I think, actually, I think this is why, you know, at the forefront, women's abuse and sexual abuse and um, women being suppressed in relationships and all of this stuff is coming to the surface and to the limelight. It's in the media. There's a reason for yes. that. It's the divine feminine is waking up and watch out. World. Absolutely watch out. Absolutely. And it is about time because I would, you and I are both saying that we deserve to know how powerful and amazing we are.
And I would say, I don't have any statistics on this, but my kind of theory and my intuitions say that maybe conservatively 5% of the women on this planet actually do know and understand and celebrate how powerful and amazing they are. And, and I that, think that's even high. Probably. And that, as you say, is tragic. It's absolutely tragic. It's baloney. It's crap. And it needs it to be changed. It does need to be changed because we have so much to offer. I mean, the, the divine feminine characteristics, it's so beautiful. It's so nurturing. It's so loving and intelligent and wise and beautiful and funny. And I mean, just all of the characteristics of the divine feminine that want to be birthed onto this planet we have so much to offer and it's been suppressed for way too long. It's been squashed for way too long. It's time, it's time for it to be done. Yeah. Well, now that we've established that I am dying to know the answer to this question, which is I'm finding that strong women who have come through difficulty and trauma and have come out on the other side and have stories of epic comebacks have a tendency to, to, move as a pack and to band together. So what I'm wondering, Janet, is in your experience along your journey, who are some women, some strong warrior women who you've met along the way and who have been inspirational to you who might be incredible guests on this podcast? Oh my gosh, I could give you a whole list. In fact, I probably will. A lot okay. of them are my... <laughs> I will. When we get off, I will share some names with you, but a lot of them are, are clients of mine who who, who didn't know the nature of their, their own divine nature. And then coming, coming to tap into that after doing coaching together, it's just, it's one of the most beautiful experiences to watch somebody come into their own beingness and shine that out into the world boldly and fiercely without apology. So yeah, I, I, I could give you a whole litany of people. Awesome. So we'll just, we'll just raid your Rolodex together after this <laughs> recording, yeah. Yeah, we which brings me, which brings me to kind of the nugget essence of this podcast, which is Janet, what is one piece of advice or maybe two or three that you would give to women who are listening right now, who are desperate to know how to get to the other side? They're in crisis right now. How would you advise them? Oh my gosh. I love that question. I would advise them to um, find someone who can help provide tools to help them tap into that inner awesomeness of who you really are. Come to know who you really are. And if you don't have resources for that, um, if you have a higher power or if you believe in a God or, a, or the universe or whatever it is for you, ask the question, please show me who I am. And what am I here to give? Ask those questions. And depending on how you get the feedback from the universe or from God or for who it, whoever it is for you, ask those questions, write the answers down and, and become aware of who are you and what are you here to give? Oh my gosh, if you know that, it's game changer. A thousand percent, a thousand percent, yes. And if going through my own trauma gave me anything, it was leading me, maybe not so directly, but leading me nonetheless to figuring out my purpose here. Yeah. Nothing yeah. Else. Well, well, and maybe you went through what you went through so that you could be um, a shepherd to other women who had to go through what you went through. Likewise. Yes. 
Yeah, absolutely. And women have that, speaking of the divine feminine power, women have that instinct, that power, that desire to help each other, to pay it forward, to be a village, to go through something difficult and almost as soon as you're coming out of it, of it, or even before you're coming out of it, you're turning around and you are reaching, I don't want to say backward, you're reaching out to other people who are going through that same process to help yes. them. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think women really, that's part of our nature is we love to connect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the last question I have for you, Janet, is since we are all about being epic on this podcast, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, because I know you have plenty, what would that superpower be? Um, okay, so I've, I have had a chance to think about this. I think it would be, I would have, you know, like a queen has a scepter. You know, yeah. she's got her crown, she's got the scepter. Yeah. I would want that scepter, and I would want that every time I touch anything with my scepter, that it would turn to love. Mm. Because love feels so good. Like any, anything that feels loving inside of your body just feels so good. If you could turn everything in this world into love, it would feel so good. So that's my superpower. And I think I, in some ways, have that a little bit because I, I do like to transmute things back into love. But whew, if I could do that, just like, you know, on, on, a, on a superpower kind of a movie and just everything I touch turns to love, that would be it. Incredible, incredible. You are going to be the chick with the love scepter. Janet, thank you so much for our conversation, for being my guest today. Where can we find you online? Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook. You can, I'm Janet Thurgood. You can find me at JanetThurgood.com, which will also lead me, you into Facebook. So either of those two places is fine. Okay. And Thurgood is spelled um, T-H-U-R-G-O-O-D for those of you who are listening. Fantastic. We're all going to go follow you. I am so blessed to have you with me today, Janet. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So ladies and gents, this is Nikki Bruno with Janet Thurgood on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information about how to stage an epic comeback after going through a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.